Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan Abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih al-Amin Allahumma salli ala Nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi Ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi Ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Fi kitabihi al-kirim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Li'ilafi Quraysh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aside of his noble book he says after the basmala ni'ina fi Quraysh for the protection and the unification and is also translated as the taming of the Quraysh this surah although it is small in size it has tremendous benefit in it if we know something about the background as relates to the tafsir of this particular surah and its relationship to those chapters that are around it and in particular that chapter that is before it. The ulama of tafsir they mention هذه السورة لها صلة بسورة التي هذه السورة لها صلة بسورة التي قبلها وقال كثير من المفسرين إن الجار والمجرور متعلقة بالسورة التي قبلها أي فعلنا ما فعلنا بأصحاب الفيل لأجل القريش لأجل القريش العلماء they mention that this chapter there is a connection with it and the chapter that precedes it meaning Surah Al-Feel. There's a connection between these two chapters of the Qur'an. And many of the Mufassirin, many of the scholars of Tafsir, they mentioned that the Jar wal-Majroor muta'alliq bi-surah al-lati qablaha. That the Jar wal-Majroor in li-ilafi. Naam, the Jar wal-Majroor then it is connected to the surah that comes before it. So thus we understand the meaning of it is, is that what? Is that we have done what we had done to the companions of the elephant for the benefit of the Quraysh. وَاتِلَافِهِمْ وَاجْتِمَاعِهِمْ فِي بَلَدِهِمْ آمِنِينَ So that they may have harmony and that they may come together and that they may unify and have unification inside of their country, inside of their town, inside of their city in safety. So that they may be inside of their city in safety. So I want you to reflect upon this now. I want you to reflect upon Surah Al-Fil and what had happened to those individuals who had come to try to destroy the Kaaba. What had happened unto them what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had done unto them as an end result of the evil deeds in which those individuals had put forward, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned their plot against them, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the birds against them, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed and decimated that army until they were like an empty field of grain or stalk 
that had been eaten and trampled upon, totally devastated, that all of that had taken place. Why? لِإِلَافِ Quraysh For the unification and the benefit of the Quraysh. وَالْإِلَاف بِمَعْنَى الْجَمْعِ And what is the meaning of an ilaf? It means the gathering together. That things are gathered together. وَيُرَادُ بِهِ التِّجَارَةِ الَّتِي كَانُوا يَقُومُونَ بِهَا مَرَّ فِي الشِّتَاءِ الْيَمَنِ وَمَرَّ فِي الصَّيْفِ الشَّامِ And what is intended by the gathering together is as relates to their trade. The trade that they will send or that they used to do twice in the year. One time inside of the winter and that was to Yemen. And then one time inside of the summer and that was to Asham, the Levant. Naam. They will send out caravans. One time inside of the winter, one time inside of the summer. That which had taken place was done so as to give safety, so as to give unification, so as to give protection to the Quraysh, so that they will be able to go on and continue with their prosperous lifestyle and their prosperous occurrences, so on and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in the next ayah, for their protection and unification and the allowing of their caravans to go forth in the winter time and in the summer time. Allah Ta'ala, he, he says, going back to the first ayah so that we understand better, لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشِ إِلَافِهِمْ رَحْلَةَ الشِّتَاءِ وَالصَّيْفِ لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشِ إِلَافِهِمْ نعم. You find the word إِلَافِهِمْ comes inside of the second ayah like it came inside of the first ayah, لِإِلَافِ Naam, in the second ayah, ilafihim. This second one, badal min al-awwal, wa mufassir lahu. This second one is interchangeably grammatically with it, and this is why it has the same grammatical markings upon it, and it explains it. The unification and the coming together of the Quraysh, it explains it. Ilafihim, rahmat al-shita'i wal-sayf. Their unification and coming together and their protection for what? For the caravan that set out from them, that were allowed to go out forth from them inside of the winter and inside of the summer. Naam. Ilafihim. Rahlata shita'i wa sayyid. Naam. Waqala ibn Jarir. And it's an important point of benefit that we gain from the grammatical construction of the first ayah. Waqala ibn Jarir. Al-Sawab. أن اللام لام التعجب that what is correct that the lam that is inside of the first ayah li as it comes li ilaf Quraysh this li with the meaning of it here and what is correct that this type of lam is the lam of تعجب the lam of تعجب which is amazement astonishment over a miraculous thing and so on and so forth. Naam. A, the ulama they say, فَكَأَنَّهُ يَقُولُ So it is as if it is said, اِعْجَبُوا لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشِ وَنِعْمَتِي عَلَيْهِمْ فِي ذَلِكِ Meaning, you should be amazed. Take amazement and astonishment when you reflect on how we protected and unified the Quraysh 
and of my bounties in which I had bestowed upon the Quraysh. The bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon the Quraysh. The bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon the Quraysh as related to their protection and their unification by dealing with the companions of the elephant and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had done to the companions of the elephant so that the protection and unification of the Quraysh can come together, you should be amazed by this because fi'lan, because in reality, this is an amazing occurrence. This is something that is amazing. And when one reflects upon the likes of this, when one reflects over these bounties, when one reflects over that blessing in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon the Quraysh, there is no way that they will come away from that except by being amazed. They will find that it is an amazing affair. An amazing affair. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected the Quraysh so that they may be unified and come together so that they may be they may continue to send forward the caravans inside of the winter and the caravans inside of the summer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected them in their lifestyle so that they may be protected and unified because we know our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He came out from the Quraysh. He was from the Quraysh. And if they were destroyed, if they were eradicated, if their lifestyle was destroyed and they were set, scattered out throughout the land, then Allahu A'lam. Allahu A'lam. So you see in the protection that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given to his house. And the benefits that came from that upon the Quraysh, then it led to something that was magnificent. It led to something that is great. Because from them came who? The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the ulama of history said that he was born inside of the year of the field. Look at all the benefit that we are all right here now. 1400 some odd years later. And we are Muslim. You see how they are connected? Of course, this is something that is most amazing, most astonishing. So therefore, we should be amazed by it because it is amazing. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'i al-muslimin fastaghfiru fa'innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah, we have to reflect over the Qur'an. We have to reflect over the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to reflect and contemplate over them because the, the meanings are deep and have beautiful outcomes and effects upon our lives. If we apply the Quran, if we apply the Quran, it will enrich our lives to the epitome of enrichment. Naam. Reflect upon this and know and understand that the stories that come inside of the Quran, they're not there just as we mentioned before, in Bishay, just FYI, so you know. 
but they are there so that we may take lessons from them and we may benefit from them and that our own lives may be affected by these portions of history that are mentioned to us inside of the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of the next ayah he says, So worship the Lord of this house. Meaning single him out alone with worship. Worship Allah and Allah alone. Shukran lahu ala And this is showing thanks and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this blessing. For this blessing. For this blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. Ya ibadullah, if you reflect over the blessing in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon the Quraysh, Allah ta'ala, He says, so therefore in light of that blessing, then they, are, they should worship the Lord of this house alone. They have to worship the Lord of this house alone. وَقَالَ بَعْضَ الْمُفَسِّرِينَ And some of the scholars of tafsir, they mentioned الْفَا A grammatical point of benefit that we benefit from as relates to the meaning that the fa that is here in فَلْيَعْبُدُ فَلْيَعْبُدُ You see, it begins fa That this fa فَاءُ السَّبَبِيَّةِ This is a fa of sababiyya This is a fa that is used so as to indicate to the reason of something So thus in light of then, then this In the fa it comes so with all of the benefit that had came unto them, eh? So because of the bounties of those two excursions in the winter and in the summertime, sitting out the caravan, those two times of the year, in light of this, then worship the Lord of this house, the Lord of the one who protected the Kaaba, when the armies of the elephant came to destroy the Kaaba, the Lord of everything, as the ulama they explain, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala They said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he singled out by saying he is the Lord of the house. So as to show us the superiority of the Kaaba. When the reality is that Allah is the Lord of everything. Allah is the Lord of everything. Naam? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in light of these bounties in which He had bestowed upon the Quraysh, the only response to these bounties is to worship Allah and to worship Allah alone. فَهَذِهِ النِّعْمْ يَجِبُ عَلَيْهِمْ فَلِهَذِهِ النَّعْمْ يَجِبُ عَلَيْهِمْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ So in light of these bounties, then it is incumbent, it is mandatory upon them that they worship Allah alone. That they worship Allah alone. In light of these bounties, it is incumbent upon them that they worship Allah alone. Ya ibadullah. It is not just them that get bounties upon them and thus it is wajib that they worship Allah alone, but rather it is for everyone that a bounty when it touches them, the only response to that bounty is to show thanks 
and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And first and foremost, that is by worshiping Allah and worshiping Allah alone, being obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and staying away from the prohibitions. This is how we show thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you think about from the bounties in which they are bestowed upon us, is there a single bounty except that it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of the ni'am, all of the bounties, they come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is upon us to what? To worship Allah alone. It's not just upon the Quraysh to worship the Lord of, 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 of this house, but it is upon all of mankind, all of humanity to worship the Lord of this house, meaning the Kaaba, and to worship Him and Him alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to mention two other bounties unto them that He bestowed upon them. But I want you to reflect, because for many of us, these bounties have also been bestowed upon us. Allah ta'ala, He says, the one who feeds them from hunger and the one who gives them safety and protection from fear and provisions and safety these are from the greatest worldly bounties from the greatest so it is a must that we thank Allah Azza wa Jal. And first and foremost, that is by establishing a tawheed and worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Reflect upon this, ya ibad. There's not a single one except that they live in neighborhoods and they feel safe. They came here today in safety. No one came here today fearing that they may be killed. No one came here today fearing that they may be kidnapped and then held for ransom. No one came here today fearing that they may be robbed and accosted. Huh? No. We came here what? In safety. We go home where? In safety. We go to bed at night what? In safety. And when you look at the, the, the bodies of the brothers, huh? When you look at the body of them, you see that the brothers are healthy. So we see and the brothers are eating, mashallah. No one in here is, 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 is suffering from malnutrition and hunger and dying from starvation and so on and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with food and provisions from hunger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with safety from fear. So therefore, where is our thanks? The same way they should have shown thanks. And those from amongst them who accepted Islam and showed thanks, then we see that they were honored. We see that their end was good. We see that for them will be the Jannah. And those from amongst them that showed ingratitude, those from amongst them who were ungrateful, those from amongst them who were obstinate and chose kufr over iman. Those from amongst them who refused to accept Islam. Those from amongst them who refused to establish tawheed and they preferred shirk over tawheed. Allah Ta'ala tells us the end result of the kuffar and that they will be in the hellfire forever. They are the ones who will be the losers. They are the ones who will be destroyed with the ultimate destruction. They are the ones who will be in the ultimate misery. They are the ones who had lost everything. Why? Because of their ingratitude. So we have from the Quraysh those who believed. And we have from the Quraysh those who didn't believe. Those who were thankful for the bounty, we see what happened unto them. Those who showed ingratitude for the bounty, we see what happened unto them. So, which one do we want to be from? The people who show gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who are thankful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who establish the tawheed. Those who obey Allah jalla wa'ala. 
those who stay away from that which Allah Jalla wa'az has made prohibited? Or do we want to be from those who preferred kufr over iman, shirk over tawheed, so on and so forth? Which do we want? Like it was upon them to worship the Lord of this house. Like it was upon them to show gratitude is upon us to show gratitude. And this is why these stories come inside the Quran so that we can see that what was applicable to those of antiquity is also applicable unto us. Take lesson. See why those who were destroyed were destroyed so we know what not to do. And to see why those who gained victory and benefit and prosperity, why they were yani, uh, victorious and why they gained prosperity so that we can do what they do so that we can gain victory and prosperity. Those who Allah Ta'ala was pleased with them at the end of the affair to look and see what they had done and thus be, be upon what they were upon. And this is what Allah Ta'ala has commanded us inside of his book. As Allah Ta'ala, he says, Allah Ta'ala says and those who came first and foremost from the Muhajirun and from the Ansar and those who follow them in good Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him so if we want to be successful then we have to be of those whom Allah Ta'ala he is pleased with them and Allah Ta'ala he is pleased with his prophet he is pleased with the companions of his prophet and he is pleased with those who are upon the way of Muhammad Sallallahu and the way of the Sahaba if we want success this is what we have to do هذا فاقيم الصلاة